0: The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 15th chapter. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to hear Jesus. And the Pharisees and the scribes grumbled, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable. What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he has lost one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the open country, and go after the one that is lost until he finds it. And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons There is joy before the angels of God over one sinner who repents. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Amen. This place,
1: St. John, would be a poorer place without you. When you hear that, how does that make you feel? Try not to shrug it off as if it were nothing as impossible or meaningless or even as flattery. It's actually quite something how much you mean to us here ever since our Lord tracked you down and opened your heart and brought you here to us and transformed your life. And since you mean so much to us, I also hope that you will understand how important it is for you to be here every Sunday at every celebration of your family and friends gathered around this Holy Eucharist. Not just that it's important for you to be here for you. It's important for you to be here for me. It's important for you to be here for the person who is sitting next to you. It's important for you to be here for everybody in this room, and it is even important for you to be here for Jesus himself. This gospel says that Jesus is a shepherd who lost a sheep. He's not poor. He has 99 more and 99% of anything is a pretty good score. But you particularly, you are important to him because there's no one else like you in all the world. You are actually a unique creation. So when you go missing, Jesus gets busy picking up your trail, Following you as you wander into darkness or trouble or pain, checking all the places where you normally go to hide, watching as you flee him over the next hill, exhausting yourself by trying to escape his care, and then, just like a lost sheep, finally flopping down in despair, broken and refusing to budge. Just then, when you scrape the bottom and you can't go on, when you feel worthless and you know that you are powerless, when you are sure that you will die from your sins all alone and unloved, just then Jesus scoops you up and he carries you home to us to a huge celebration. Verse 6. Rejoice with me, for I have found my lost sheep. Because after all, there's only one like you. And with you, we make 100 a perfect number. This gospel also says that Jesus is like a woman who lost a coin. She probably had a string of coins around her neck, perhaps as jewelry, or as a dowry. So it's not just cash to pay the bills. It's also to show that she is put together, that she has some status, that she has a family and she belongs, and that she's warm and safe and dry. She has means. Without that lost coin, she can get by. She has nine more she loves those coins. Each one was made by hand. Like you, each one is unique. And without one, without you, her life will be a poorer place. So she lights a lamp and she retraces her steps and she imagines all the places that the coin might have bounced when it hit the floor. She sweeps and she searches until she finds it. That is, Jesus sweeps and he searches until he finds you because you matter. You are unique. You complete the string. Your presence here makes life full and rich and complete and beautiful. Verse 9, rejoice with me, for I have found my lost coin. Because after all, there's just one like you. And when you are here, we make ten. It's a perfect number. And verse ten, when you're here, the angels sing. It seems like everybody loves Jesus the Good Shepherd and Jesus the diligent woman, and with good reason. It doesn't take much for us to see that the entire story of Scripture is told here in just ten verses. For love, God created you. That's the only reason that you are here. It's the only reason that you exist. It's for love. Your Heavenly Father wanted a bigger family. One more sheep, one more coin, one more just like you. One more to love. For love, Jesus chased you down and he picked you up and he brought you home. Yes, on the way back, he did drop your sins at the foot of his cross. Because Jesus knows that you're better off without them. And he would rather die than hold your sins against you. For love, the Holy Spirit holds you dear. When you suffer, he sighs out prayers for you. When you do good, it's because the Holy Spirit has breathed good into you. Don't go home today thinking that these two stories are just about you and your private or personal relationship with Jesus Christ. In these stories, you see that sheep always have a flock and coins always have a string. You are unique, yes, there's just one like you, but you are just one of 100. You are a a one-of-a-kind, and each one of you is important all by yourself but you are always one of ten. You are, of course, an individual. But you are also one who is baptized, baptized into the Eucharistic body of Christ, baptized into the one holy Catholic apostolic church. You are one of this congregation. You are one of us. You are always one of us. You see it, right? The story isn't finished until the last sheep is home. The story isn't finished until you are here and we are rejoicing. The story isn't over until the lost coin is found. The story isn't over until you are here and the angels sing. And now you see we are back to where we started. You were saved by Jesus. But you were not just saved for you. In some very real sense, you were saved for me. In some very real sense, you were saved for the person sitting next to you. You were saved for everybody else in this room. The truth is, in some very real sense, you were saved for every other person in the world, every other person who ever lived. So when you are not here, when you get preoccupied, when you wander away, when you sin, when you get lost, when you love your sins more than Jesus, and you love somewhere else more than this font and this altar, you should know that we miss you, and we worry about you, And we can only imagine the trouble that you are getting into or the pain that you must be feeling. When you're not here, we have one less saint to lean on, and we've been robbed of your very unique gifts. Frankly, when you're not here, we're just nine of ten. We're just ninety-nine of one hundred. We are incomplete. If you want to press these stories in the way of the law, you can, of course. It is a sin to miss church. Word three for the promised land, remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Translation, be in church every Sunday, every Sabbath. But you should always remember that God spoke that word to bless you and not to curse you. And besides, you're never fully you, You are never fully human, and we are never fully church unless you are here. That's how much Jesus loves you. That's also how much we love you. So, see here every week, just like the gospel says, right here in this square block, right here in these pews, right here by this font and this altar... Not only so you can flourish, but so I can flourish. As well as the person next to you and everybody else in this room. And try not to shrug it off as impossible or meaningless or flattery. It's actually true. Love you all. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen.